Hey, this is Late Night with Larry, and I'm here with my co-host Vince. Vince, give him a shout out. Hey, welcome back, everybody. I'd like to report that we're both warm, and we're back in the Larry D Studios. That's right, and he's saying we're warm because we did our last broadcast was from the Hamas Mountains, and we did it out at Fenton Lake, and it was cold, people. It was cold. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's beautiful up there as usual. But when that sun goes down, we hightailed it out of there. We did. Now, uh, another podcast will follow and we'll tell you what we did on our way out. We will. And what we're going to talk to you tonight about is the Nephilim. And many of you people may not know or have heard about the Nephilim, but we're going to talk to you about it tonight because it's an interesting subject to me and my brother. It's very interesting if you ever want to research it and it ties in with some of the other stuff, but it's a very heavy subject because it it deals with the Bible and, and uh, well, let's stop right there because we need something to get us through. Okay. How, how would you feel about a screwball? And we're not talking about baseball. Well, I, I, I'd feel good about it. But l- before we do the screwball, l- let me say that this does touch on biblical principles, people. And well, most of it is from the Bible. That's right. It started in the Bible for us. Right. But it goes back further in ancient text. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Anyway, here we are. Screwball, Vince. Screwball. We're doing a little bit of peanut butter whiskey. We did some uh, sheepdog earlier. That's right. So, so we're, we're doing, we're sampling different styles and uh, we prefer the sheepdog. Screwball's really good too, but we're, here we go. To the makers of Screwball, here you go. You know, and uh, their mascot's a sheep and we're from Gallup, so that all ties in. Oh, perfect. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, I need a little oh, bit of jelly and I'm oh, set. Oh my God, that much peanut butter. So what do you think? The screwball mm. or the sheepdog goes down smoother. Man, that is good. And for you young children at home, this isn't peanut butter for you. No, we are trained professionals. Do not try this at home. That's right. That was good. Yeah. Okay. So here we go, folks. Okay. Now let's, let's start at the beginning. We're talking, uh, we're talking Book of Enoch. That's right. Now, explain to everybody about the Book of Enoch, because if if we have some listeners that read their Bible, they may they may or may not be familiar with it. And okay. why is that? Well, here, here's my thing. If if you are a, a regular Bible reader, you have heard of the Book of Enoch because it was mentioned in the Bible. Several of the prophets and and Jesus himself referenced the Book of Enoch. But you probably didn't pay attention to it because it didn't grasp your attention. But the Book of Enoch is a book written by Enoch. And we all know in the Bible, Enoch walked with God for 600 years and he was taken to heaven that means he disappeared from this earth we don't have a grave for enoch woods did god take him et's extraterrestrials it can go on and on you follow me but enoch wrote this book and in this book he talks about the watchers which the watchers are the fallen angels that were cast out of heaven with Satan. They are part of the group that rebelled against God and they fell to earth. Now these angels 
of course, they called them the watchers because they were given authority to watch over us and make sure that we didn't do anything stupid. But right. yet, yet, when they saw the daughters of men, they themselves fell into the deceitful trap of lust. Right. And uh, you you could argue that they're the ones who corrupted us. They did. They they did corrupt us. And, and it's no doubt because, you know what, they were cast out of heaven and they were given the job of watching over us and make sure that we didn't kill ourselves or do whatever. But, but yet when they saw our daughters, the girls that were born to men, they wanted part of that. Right, right. And it says that the, the sons of God, they... Me, they bred with the sons of men or the daughters of men. Right. And, and, and let's get it straight. The sons of God were the angels that got cast out. They, they were sons of God. And they saw the women that were born on this earth and they wanted to have them. They lusted after them. Yes. So they said, now let's take it a step further. They got together, these angels, and they said, Look at these women. Should we not have them? So they made a pact and they said they knew what what they were doing was totally against God's will. But yet they still formed a pact. And they said, if we do this, there's no going back. Right. We're, We're pretty much writing our own destiny. That's right. And they did. And they all agreed on it. And it wasn't. It wasn't all of them, but it was the top angels that they had to follow. It'd be kind of like five commanders in today's army saying, let's get together. And if we do this, all the other ones under you have to follow. Yes, exactly. And they they did that. And they started breeding with the daughters of men. And that's where we get the Nephilim. And these were the offsprings of angels and human females. Yes, and and they they are also known as giants. That's right. They in your Bible they're called the ones of renown. Okay, so let's take it to Genesis six. All this happened and in Genesis six it says in the days of Noah and after there were giants in the earth. Now think about that. In the days of Noah and after and after there were giants in the earth. Now we all know the flood was sent upon the earth to kill all this. Right. When everything was corrupted. Right. And what these angels were doing, if you read the book of Enoch, these angels were breeding with women, creating these hybrid giants that were in the time of Noah, 30, 32 feet tall, and as time went by and these angels and and these giants existed, a lot changed in the earth. You know, when the flood came, atmospheric pressures, everything changed. But these giants went from 32 feet tall to 12, 17, 9. Right, and I I heard an interview, and they were talking about that, and one theory is... It's it's not unusual to see things get smaller, such as the dinosaurs. They right. got smaller. They turned into birds. Right. And and that's due to atmospheric pressure over time. Right. But the 
the main point here is these angels commingled their bloodline with the bloodline of humans which was god was not going to stand for so he created the flood to wipe them out right now we we could take a step back even further because the first time uh that i know of that the nephilim of, uh, appeared was in the book of enoch and uh it, it coincides with uh, Greek mythology, the Titans. That's right. And then uh, God wanted to wipe them off the face of the earth, so the fallen angels had to watch their own children slaughter each other. That's right. Where in the Greek mythology, the clash of the Titans comes from. And and that would be that would be because think about it, people. These huge, enormous humanoids are on the earth and they're consuming let's say one human giant who's muscular they were not small little skinny entities they were muscular these they could destruct they had they had the power of destruction especially a whole race of them that's right they would they would just basically clean the earth of all the resources all the food they would they would consume fields of crops gallons of wine uh we couldn't keep up with them so that's why they started turning against one one another they're like you know we can no longer sustain ourselves so i'm gonna eat you and drink your blood and that's what basically was happening but let's take this back to when moses brought the people out of egypt and these people wandered the desert for 40 years. And then Moses sent Joshua and his spies into the promised land. And when they came back, they said, how can we go in and take this land? We are like grasshoppers to these people. Right. Now, now to take it a step back, uh, the first Nephilim, Nephilim, however you want to pronounce it. Right, it's your now, pronunciation. Now, there's different pronunciations. There's different theories. Right. But what we gathered is after the first ones were wiped out, it was said that they cannot die because they are like angels. So even though their 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 bodily their earthly host, the body has died, the spirits remain, and that's why when. Uh, Moses was bringing the people back across the desert. They, I guess, they found hosts and they rejuvenated. They they came back, and that's why when they were the spies were sent to to look, they saw these giants again. I mean, yeah, that's right. These, you know, Joshua and his crew went across and they saw these. Now we're, we're doing this to try and keep it chronological for you people that may have a problem thinking that this was real but because this was real and if you read your bible it tells you it was real giants did exist yes now like my brother said these giants were real and they were having they were devouring the earth so when joshua and his people went now these giants knew they were going to be defeated because god was with his chosen people these giants dispersed they took off all over the planet. Right. And that's why today we have many archaeological sites which dug up bones of giants. Of giants. We we have a lot here in our country, USA, 
we'll get to that in a minute. Right. And 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 here's the thing. These giants, I, I'm just going to go back, and these giants, I know of archaeological sites that dug up axes that were 15 feet tall and bones that were 32 feet tall, 30 yes. feet tall. Yes, And And these were actual bones dug up, but you as a public were never made aware of it. Why? What? what? No, no. Are, are we that weak? It would shake our faith that much. Does the government believe that that we can't handle the truth? That the government thinks we're stupid and we're weak and we can't handle it. Yes. But yet, you as a listener, would it shake your faith if you knew that giants truly existed when your own Bible tells you they did? Right. It, it's it's in Scripture. I mean, now it's it's. I, I was born and raised my whole life as a Catholic, and this subject is not popular. It's never taught to you. No, ninety uh, percent of Catholics don't know what the Book of Enoch says, or they're, if they're, you, they're never referenced to Genesis talking about giants no, either. Let me ask you a question, Vince. If I were to go into a Catholic church today and say, "Do you know who the Nephilim are?" Uh, I would probably be the only one who says yes. Okay. That's my point made. And, and, and I didn't learn about it by going to church. No. I learned about research on my own. Thank you. Researching the Bible. I mean, you, if you want to be a Catholic, you need to learn your own faith. That's right. And that's fine. Learn your faith, but also pay attention to what your Bible says. Right. But it's not only Catholic. It's Christian. It's, it's, it's people that read the Bible. It's Catholic, Christian, Protestant, anybody. Because that Bible is the same for all. Yes. Right? There's certain things taken out for certain, but that's a different thing. We're going to focus on Genesis 6, which is in, I don't care what religion you're in it's in there yes that's not taken out so there you go and once again they entered the promised land and god was with them and they were destroying these giant races right and because god was with them and you know joshua had faith and he did what god said right and 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 that brings us back to the biblical story of uh David and Goliath. Right. There we go. Let's let's take it back to David and Goliath. When people hear that, they probably think, oh, David was five foot two and Goliath was seven foot. No, sir. Let's look at King Og, who was related to Goliath. His bed was six feet wide, 18 feet long. Yes. 18 feet long he was the king of that tribe which Goliath came from yes and it talks about his bed had to be reinforced with metal because he was so heavy how big was that man and he was in a skinny little twerp right right he was a true giant that's right so that takes you to the field when Goliath came upon David, and and we hear about Goliath. His shield, no mortal man could hold it. Yes. And his spear was basically a skinny telephone pole. Yes. Okay, so people, think about that. On that subject, 
and that note. These giants were huge. And they came from these people who were called the Watchers, who came down and said, let's make a pact, let's breed with the daughters of men, and we'll pay the consequences. Right, and, and they do pay the consequences because they've been wiped out several times, but like the theory is, they cannot die because they're like angels, so <clears throat> they try to find another host. And and they will, they will, but certain of them, the leaders... Leaders, scripturally, the leaders were bound in chains and right. cast into Mount, I want to say Hebron, which is in Turkey. And supposedly that site, that's where they're cast into darkness. Yes. Until the appointed time. Th- that's when, after their offspring destroyed each other, they were judged and buried. Okay, so now we gave you kind of a reference on historical. Now we're going to go and we're going to move forward a little faster. Okay, now, again, I don't know if we touched on this. Uh, back to Noah and the Ark. Uh, now, giants before and after, what does it say? Okay, yeah, in, in Genesis 6, it definitely says, In the days of Noah, there were giants on the earth and after. Now, okay... I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna sum it up real quick for uh, the theory of that. So Noah and his family were not corrupted by these giants, so they held a clean bloodline. Right. Right. Their okay. DNA, their bloodline was pure. Pure. That's why Noah and his daughters got to enter. His daughters, daughters-in-law, his sons, his sons. Everyone got to enter the ark, and they sailed off. Right. And God was going to destroy everything. God was going to destroy everything because all the other bloodlines were corrupt because of these watchers, which are the fallen angels that bred with women. Yes. Now, think about that. They were creating, let's go Crimea. A Crimea. What is that in, in Greek mythology? That's a hybrid between a lion, an eagle, a tiger. And that's what they were doing on the earth. Yes. And that's why God said we have to kill us. And that's why when Moses' people came out of the desert, God wanted them to kill everything. That's right. It says all. All. That And that word all is referenced a lot in the Bible. Yeah, and that meant the men, the women, the children. The animals. Yes. Everything. All. He said, wipe it all. All. He said, purify it, which meant kill it all. But did they do it? No. No, they didn't. When we started taking, uh, I, um, listen to me like I was there, we. When they started taking the promised land, they started killing all that they thought was appropriate. But the leaders that were in charge, they kept some of the women, most of the livestock. Yes. And they're like, why should we kill it? So they never really killed off that bloodline. Like you said, the giants dispersed. Right. And then that's why the flood was necessary. And, 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 and so now that's why you have, after Genesis says, in the days of Noah and, and after. after. Now, the, the bloodline wasn't killed. Right. 
Now we're now we'll start talking post flood. Now just to get everyone clear, we're not preachers. We're not trying to change anyone's mind. No, we're just passing on what we researched, what we found, and it's and, a lot and, of research. It, it, it is. It's it's mind boggling, and we we talk about it, you know, off mic. And when you go through these interviews or you re, you research, you really need to take notes because of all the references. You do. I mean, you could spend hours and hours and hours and just scratch a surface you can and i'm going to tell you if 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 you want to take this on and you want to be a seeker of truth as i am because this is what it's all about for me i'm not just going to believe what some man in the pulpit up there tells me right i've, I've learned better now don't get me wrong i used to but my days of that are gone and I do my own research, and I'll dig into texts, ancient texts, uh, books. I'll even hear what other scholars have to say. Although they, they may not be recognized as scholars, I want to hear what they say. Yes. And it takes me into rabbit holes that are crazy. But but you know what? Let's talk about what we were on focus with, with the giants, because these ain't rabbit holes. Let's talk about the Smithsonian and the bones they found in the Grand Canyon, the red-haired giants. Yes. Okay, now... now Love, what, what's it called? Love what Canyon? Lovelock Cave. Lovelock Cave. Now, we're, we're moving into more modern times, but before we do, we got to take a little... Uh, a pause. Oh, and yes, we're going to do the catch fire. We got a little bit of catch fire we buy here at Total Wine in Albuquerque. It's similar to a fireball, but in my opinion, much, much yeah. better. But since you mentioned Total Wine in Albuquerque, if you're all listening, hey, throw us a bone. Yeah. We mentioned you. Yep. Right? Now, we're not raging alcoholics, but on our days off, we like to have a little drink, take the edge off life, that's and right. it makes the podcast flow smooth. And and that's what we do here for you. So to all of you, we're now going to do a catch fire. Yes, salute to you, our salute listeners. Salute to you. All to you. Okay. Oh, loved it. That's Cinnamon. good stuff. Yep. Now, mm. getting back to modern times... They found the red-haired giants in Lovelock Cave. Correct. Now, now I want to reference, I, I saw an interview uh, last night. It was on YouTube, but it was from the, the Gaia channel. Okay. It was uh, Richard Dewhurst, and he has a book out. It's called The Ancient Giants Who Ruled America. And, and, and he talks about the unearthing of the skeletons and what's going on. And how the Smithsonian has, uh, they have the proof, but they're suppressing it because they don't want the public to know. That's right. And the credit goes out to you, Richard. Yep. And and uh, this gentleman, he's very well spoken. He's very well educated. And I'm not sure if he's an archaeologist, but he's been out there. He's verified his own eyes these skeletons. Now, in the Lock Love Cave and... There was another cave in Nevada that those skulls were in the uh, Winnemucca Museum. Now, I follow M.K. Davis, getting back to another subject, but he, he analyzes Bigfoot videos and not only Bigfoot, but just strange things. You know, he's into... Oh, Death Valley, and because there's uh, rumors about the tunnels under Death Valley, a lot of stuff. But anyway, he went to 
the museum in Winnemucca in the 70s, and he has pictures of these giant skulls. Now, they're next to a regular human skull, and they're at least two, three times the size, and they do have little fragments of red hair still stuck to them. They do have the two rows of teeth. Now, over time, as policy changed, like I said, ever since back in the 1800s, the Smithsonian has always tried to suppress. Now, these skulls disappeared from the museum, but for a time, if you were to ask, they'd take you in the back room and show them. And over time, things change. Now you go and they deny ever having them at all. Of course. Of course. Someone told them, stop doing this. Yes. You or know that's it. Somebody said, you get rid of them or your funding's going to stop. That's you, usually the way it works. You know it and I know it. And that's the thing. So you touched on an interesting point there, Vince. Because the uh, Smithsonian has recently come out and said, yes, we collected all these giant bones, but they destroyed them. They said, yes, we did it. We got them. We, we took them from everyone, everywhere that we could, but we destroyed them. Why would they do that? Well, you know, I, they, no, I don't believe that they're destroyed. I don't either, but they say that because... <clears throat> now, this, Excuse me. This gentleman that wrote the book, yeah. he said whenever they would find giant bones, they would never, uh, I guess, cut them, tear them apart to find DNA right. because they were too valuable. Richard, Richard Dewhurst. Right. Oh, but oh, he, well. he's, that's his name, Richard Dewhurst. But he said... Um, Lately, there's been a new government policy when they unearth bones on an archaeological dig that they have to contact the indigenous tribe in the area and the bones go to them for reburial. Wow. And that's why these, uh, if they come upon giants again, they have to hand them over. Nobody could study them. Now, when this was happening, they knew what was going to happen. So he said they cut apart a set of bones and there was soft tissue inside but the DNA could not be matched to anything that's interesting now let's talk about one thing we both seen and we eyewitnessed through video and that's someone who is part of a higher hierarchy than we are Mm -hmm. and they submitted uh, and they're on YouTube we're not saying we're uh, privy to this information it was these big giants that were from the uh, Anunnaki which we'll get to that right now we're talking modern day here yeah no 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 An- Anunnaki is going to take us back thousands and right, thousands but, but the videos were like yes the videos are modern day but the s- but what I'm saying is the videos were of giants in our time yes now let me get to that these are videos of giants in a supported it's called stasis and it's a supported uh it they're basically in a in like a time warp bubble that you know that's i'm 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 trying to think of what we know as stasis and it'd be like uh uh, a time warp i don't know say like you're you you can't really say cryogenically frozen because no 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 that's perfect but they 
cryogenic is a perfect thing. Because they're still alive, though. Yes, they are. But the theory between these videos and behind these videos is that only the select, the supreme, the, uh, as, as we call them, the Illuminati, only these people can come and witness and vis- visualize and, and look on these uh, giants who are in stasis. One once once stasis failed, he's dead. Right. His, they show him there. He has coins on his eyes, and and his 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 flesh is gray. They said he's dead. His stasis didn't take. But the other one they now, show. There's another one, and he's perfect. Yes, and it it's just strange how these videos got out. Who took them? Right, we'll and never know. No, and that's why they say only the elite get invited to see these. And I'm gonna, like I told my brother Vince, I said it must be because Abraham Lincoln, if you read some of his writings, he references these giants, and he was invited and he did see them. Yes. Now, the theory behind stasis, they're in a, a bubble. It's uh, whatever you want to call it, cryogenics. Cryogenic but, but time warp. But they're frozen in time, and they could be there for thousands of years, but inside the bubble, they're so well-preserved, it's like taking a 20-minute nap through the whole journey. That's right, and and you cannot disturb it if you try to get down there and touch them you become part of the stasis and you as a a a mortal human today you're gonna die yeah now there's they say you can't disturb them but they have been disturbed now there's stories in the middle east during the gulf war during the afghanistan war in in kandahar where they all the activity all the bombing woke one the kandahar giant yes Yes. now the stories we've heard well from troops and now i don't know are they still on youtube i don't know if youtube's pulled them but YouTube has a habit of pulling stuff like that. Wow, you know. But these are stories that came from the troops that one was awoken and uh, he attacked a unit and he was spearing people. Just like like he he said, the spear is like a skinny telephone pole. He was spearing the troops until they killed it. Yeah, he was making kebabs out of some of these soldiers and then they finally unloaded on them with our modern day weapons. And yeah, he's... He died, but the kicker is, our government scooped him up with a a C one thirty, a C one thirty net. They they flew him out, and that was nothing was ever heard again. And and I'm not even sure these stories are still on YouTube. Well, but the story I heard, some of the troops said, even when we scooped him up, they said this giant stunk. He had such a stent to him. Yeah. It it was a death stent that they were like, even as we loaded him into the C one thirty to fly him out, they're like he's dead, but he stunk so bad. Yeah. Yes. And it's just interesting to see if those are still on YouTube. It, it's interesting, but still, I mean, let's take that back to the Sasquatch. They stink. Right now. Okay, we'll get back to how this all started. Now, my brother was researching the book of Enoch, and that's right. That's how you stumbled upon these stories. Now, I 
had a Sasquatch encounter. Um, we that was our very first episode. You know what happened to me. Right. Now I started investigating, and there's a lot of theories how you could tell by the footprint if they're true giants or they're they have mixed human DNA, but. A lot of people reference that, and they tie it in to the Nephilim. Right. And to this day, I'm going to say I'm going to tie Sasquatch into the Nephilim. And you people may not believe it. But on that note, we were here to talk about the Nephilim. Right. And we gave you what we know currently now I'm, I'm just gonna say this we could take this and it's gonna be like six seven eight more podcasts because the nephilim is gonna take you down a road that you had no idea existed you, you wouldn't believe all the information it, it's just crazy uh, and like we were talking off mic we got to take notes and we got to follow through on these references now we're, we're just we're not giving you any anything concrete no. we're, we're just giving you what we taken away from what we've read and we've heard what we've done we've done our re- this is our research now right. don't get me wrong there's research out there that goes on and on and on because i'm part of it and i re- i read it i do what let me just say this vince researching this subject is going to take you down a portal yes and it's going to change your world view right no and it's funny because ever since I had that encounter, my life has not been the same. A lot of the stuff I researched, what I've experienced, we go out there and we experience stuff. Right. Now, there was a site on uh, YouTube where one of the gentlemen doing the research tied this into the Nephilim. And uh, the, the Bigfoot even had names, Nefertiti. Nefertiti. That was the most, that was the one I remember. Right. Now, uh, they 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 didn't talk per se. They more mimicked, right? And it, but for some reason that was pulled. Now let me ask you this: after what you've known and what we've just researched, and this is just touching, touching the subject. Those beings that are out there, they possess powers that have been given to them for thousands of years. Right, and that's why they tie them into the Nephilim. Right. Because, you know, you track them, they disappear. And and and, and a lot of people associate uh, UFOs, orbs with them. I mean, I we've never seen UFOs, orbs, but yeah, right. we've definitely experienced their presence. But truly, people that have seen them and said, I've watched them evade me, or I've watched them hunt, they say... They're a human on two legs, but when they hunt, they drop down on four legs, and they are amazing to watch. They cover ground like in, you and believe in such an amount of time. Yeah, it's 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 not human. Yep. It's not possible in our reality. And and that's why we are continuing our research in the Hamas. And uh, we got another podcast coming up because our last podcast was up there. Right. And we did a little research on the way down, some of the stuff we found. That's right. But anyway, back to the subject. We're, we're not trying to sway you in one direction or the other. We're 
we're presenting what we've found so far. So, so far. far. Now we're just scratching the surface. We're going to revisit this plenty of times. Of course we are, because it, it intrigues us and it ties into our true love of Bigfoot. That's right. So we will see you soon. Yes, and uh, thank you for listening. Yes. Now, if uh, if we missed anything, if uh, we got something wrong, don't. I mean, feel free to contact us. Right, right. Let us know. Let us know your stories. And uh, I'd I'd still like to give a shout out to Richard Dewhurst with his book, The Ancient Giants Who Ruled America. Now, if I got anything wrong, I apologize. I. I I saw your interview, and it's amazing. This gentleman is well-spoken, and he's done his homework. He's He knows what he's talking about. Now, if you buy the book, check him out on YouTube. It's it's a great interview. It's a great interview, and uh, it ties into what we're talking about. There you go. So you heard it. Check out his book, people. Give him the credit. And thank you for listening and thank you peace out be peaceful giants that's right see you next time